This is the Bridge Podcast, a sermon discussion with Nate and Brooks. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Bridge Podcast. This is Nate. And I'm Brooke. And thanks for joining us again. So we want to make a, a, a quick request. If you happen to be listening this morning or listening whenever you're, uh, I guess, listening to this, it could right. be morning, noon, or night, I guess. Um, if you could drop uh, Brooke or I a text message if you have our contact info or even send Mark at the church an email, we would love your feedback on what we could do to improve these podcasts, what you like, what you don't like. Obviously, we want these to be uh, meaningful to all of our listeners and would very much appreciate any feedback you may have. So with that, we're going to we're going to jump right in um, and we're also going to attempt to, to keep these um uh, a little more concise. Uh, I think we've been averaging about twenty minutes, so we're going to try to shorten these up a little bit. So today we're gonna we're gonna attempt that. Yes, so we're gonna go about applicability. Yeah, not just repetitive, but application. Right? Yeah, application from what we learned. And and again, I thought it was a wonderful message that uh, really hit home. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, he's done these. I, I I think all the run for your lives. I we didn't realize, you know, when it first began, that it would be so applicable every week. But every week, I I definitely walk away from something. Now this one was a little different. This was running from temptation to find freedom today, and so I do think that I I think I we all think of temptation as like those major things, or I think of temptation yep. as major things. Um, and he brought up some of those today, you know, lighting, lying, cheating, stealing, you know, all the things that we probably would identify as true temptation. Um, and he addressed those. But I also find it interesting that I think sometimes we look at temptation that way, but it can be very innocent as yeah. well. Things that you wouldn't think anything that draws you away from God truly is a temptation and can draw you into across the line is what one of the things that he mentioned today where you have the line you got it drawn in the sand and you kind of tend to really stand real close to the line and and possibly even go over it or hover over it in that gray area and i think it's very important that we talk about the ways of staying in on the side of the line where it's really approving of god and we're kind of utilizing that like, yeah, and I and and I think you know temptation is one of those interesting things because I do I do think oftentimes much like what you said we we start with the ultimate sin that results from that temptation so the big thing when everything blows up yeah but the reality of it is temptation is a slow fade it it rarely is did I go from zero to a hundred with my temptation it's usually that I started at zero and I ended one or two and then three or four yeah. And before I know it, I'm I'm at a hundred, and I'm I'm beyond my own ability to uh, really even understand what's going on. I'm way outside of God's will. I've you know, there's no freedom. I feel entrapped by the decisions I've made. And you know, I I one of the things I took away from today's sermon is sin has a way of showing itself. Sin will find you out. And I think sometimes we have these little sin natures that that we keep pretty quiet. They're ours. We, you know, we're right up against the line. Um, you know, we're in that one, two, three, four, five zone. We're not to 100 yet. But before we know it, we can be there where that sin is exposed in a very public way and in a way that, um, you know, if we hadn't even tempted that slow fade, right. then we would have still had this freedom in Christ. And so um, I thought it was, I thought it was. A great conversation, and I think sometimes we we think, well, gee, I didn't have the extramarital affair, or I didn't do the this big bad thing, 
But we all have these sin natures in our life and, and probably times that we've compromised on that nature that takes us closer and closer to that to that big public yeah. sin that we were committed to avoiding. And so that the whole idea of moving the line and not even tempting, not even getting close to where you could be in that that zone of the first and second and third, um, I thought was really, really impactful. And I think it leads to justification, right? So as soon as we cross the line or hover, yep. right? Yep. We I like the point that you made of, well, we didn't we haven't done that, right? Yep. We haven't gone that far. Yeah. But truly it's still a temptation. And as you mentioned, it comes over time, right? Oh yeah, I didn't go that far this time. Yep. Right. It's coming, perhaps. So every step you take towards that line or closer and closer to the line, the more likely we are to step over that and just say, well, but okay, I got tempted. I, I gave in this one time, but it wasn't as bad as their intention. Yep. So you justify it. This is a huge thing in our family right now, raising teenagers. Oh, amen. And and we we have this conversation a lot where it's, you know, we'll identify something in our in our children and they'll tell us a story and we're like well you know let's let's talk about that like let's talk right. about what you could have done differently or let's talk about was that god honoring and and oftentimes the the reflex is well at least i didn't do x absolutely or you know i didn't do what yep. somebody else did right well i'm better than that and our comparison doesn't become god's purpose for our life it becomes what somebody else doing and i'm doing better than Absolutely. At least I didn't, you know, I didn't do the big thing. Yes. And I think that's where um, when when Chad talked about in today's sermon, run with purpose. And I want to focus a little bit of our time on that, too, because that's one thing to say, I'm not going to tempt the line. But then what what's my action? Mm -hmm. What what is what's my next step? And this idea of running with purpose, not just running from something, but running with purpose. We I talk about this a lot with. Um, individuals at work and, and when they're looking for a new job or want to do something different, the, the question I always ask is, are you running from something or are you running to something? And I think those are two very different things. And yeah. so I think, you know, we can sit here and say, well, I'm running from temptation, but I think really what we're being charged to do is run to <laughs> freedom in Christ, run to a closer relationship with God, run with purpose. Yes. I love that. And, and I think the next the next step that he kind of talks about is magnifying the cost. Again, I think we think about that worst possible scenario, right? And and he wants us to. We want to magnify, like, what could possibly come out of this and, and the worst possible scenario. But also, why does it have to be that worst possible scenario that yep. we put in our mind? Well, this could potentially happen. But anytime we're kind of tempting, right, so that you permit God to come in, but in, again, it's going to take that to stand against the devil. The devil is always coming after us. I think it's so beneficial to us to revisit some of these verses that he talks about in this um, this week. So I I specifically, James 4, 7 through 8, it's on that next um, yeah. step on their plane near escape. But really, it has to do with everything. Therefore, submit to God, then resist the devil. He will flee from you and then draw near to God and he will draw near to you. I think that is steps that we should take from the very beginning, right? That should be kind of the mantra of, I've got to submit. And as soon as I submit, I've got to, that's going to help me keep strong, be yep. strong, be purposeful to drive the devil away because we know he's coming. He, it, it's said in the Bible, he's going to come for you. He's going out to destroy you, yep. kill you. Um, 
And again, I think the purpose of that is to be ready, to be ready with that war that's coming for you. And then make sure that you can resist that and then draw near to God during that. So I, I thought that, again, we tend to magnify that cost, but really it's about just making sure that we're ready, we're prepared to fight that. Um, and sin always has a way of making it to the surface, right? I mean, it's, yep. it always tends to come and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I messed up back there, right? So calling that out, um, five minutes of sin can wreck a lifetime of Jesus. I yep. love that he mentioned that. Well, and, and again, back to our kids, because it's just fresh in my mind, but we we talk a lot about, you know, social media and, you know, one post uh-huh. that, that you know, um, wasn't God-pleasing can stay out there forever. Ever. And yeah. and I think that's, you know, sometimes we, we think it's a small thing when really it, it can become a big thing. I want to go back to something you said um, about the devil, and and you talked about the the you know ultimately wants to destroy you. Um, I think sometimes it's easy to kind of think about the devil as kind of this passive thing that if I cross the line, the devil's going to be there. The devil's coming on your side of the line, all of you, right? Yeah. And, and so the devil is, you know, he knows where to hit you. He knows yeah. your weaknesses, and so the scripture says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. <laughs> And and those are those are big words. That isn't just hey, I'm I'm here if you choose not to follow God. This is I'm here to wreck you. Yep. I'm here to destroy you. Yeah. And and the devil knows where to do that. And that and again that goes back to the magnifying the cost because the devil will want to complete his work absolutely um, in your life uh, just as much as God wants to complete His work in your life. That last step was plan your escape. I I like this. I I truly think we always have to be prepared. And sometimes I think we are caught off guard, yep. but the idea is that you have um, scripture and you have prayer to be able to fight off those temptations, right? And and so planning that escape, what if this happens? What if something comes at me? How am I going to resist this? I love the story of Joseph. It's been a long time. I, we yep. tend to focus on the story of Joseph at the beginning, right? When he When we're talking about him getting thrown in the, you know, his brothers did not like him and he's sold to slavery and horrible things that he went through. I forget about this portion of his story where he is, again, he's working for his uh, Potiphar, I believe his name is. Um, and Potiphar's wife is asking Joseph basically to have an affair with her um, and really continues to come at him. And not just one time like, hey, you know, if you're available, it is all consistently throughout um, the scripture saying that she's continuously trying to get him to move over to the sinful nature and sinful side. And he continues to be ready for that temptation and even runs away from her Mm -hmm. because of that temptation. So I just thought that was a great analogy for the way that we need to prepare for that when we're faced with those temptations to be able to say no and run away. And again, to his point, he says it does get difficult. You know, it it is hard to say no to the cake and the ice cream and all the temptations that are coming at us and around us. It is hard. Once you say no, you're like, oh, I said no back there. And then you're like, well, okay, now this time I can maybe do a portion of that, not all the way, right? And it just kind of, again, to your point, making those steps towards that sinful nature. Yep. Well, and I think the the idea of planning your escape, God always gives you a way out. Absolutely. And and we, you know, we kind of two things God says, you will be tempted and I'll give you a way out. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we feel like, okay, God, you you know, why didn't you help me here? Well, it's because we flirted with the sin. Mm-hmm. We flirted with the temptation and we didn't take the the obvious escape route that we had. Yeah. And these things can be very, very simple, um, very simple things you can put in your life. If if for some reason you're struggling with, um, you know, 
speak to men, pornography on your phone or whatever else. Don't take your phone to bed with you. Like, you know, yeah. some of these things where you just have to the escape the path um, is there. You just have to you have to find the path and take the path. Yeah. And I love how he said and you reach out for support. People yep. are there to be supportive and help you through that. And I think, again, if you want to revisit First Corinthians 10, 13, that's really where it talks about. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it. And again, it's not I think going back to scripture, it's not that you he won't give you anything that you can't handle. Right. We've talked about that in the past. He's going to give you that opportunity, but he also gives you the opportunity to leave that and endure that and and go through those moments. So he's there by you and with you through that. So and and speaking of looking at an escape route. Yes. Um, we we said we keep yes. ten minutes. We're going to but we're moving on thirteen. Yes. So yes, um, I think actually we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up again. Appreciate your feedback. If you have our contact information, with us yes, do it to Mark. Uh, we want to make sure this is this is uh, a great use of of your time and that you're finding benefit from uh, these podcasts. So. Yes, yes. Well, God bless. We love you.